systems go. Prepare for countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Blast off to adventure in the amazing year 400 billion. Obscene, dirty, filthy, immoral. What are you people? On dope? Sunday, April 12, 2015, and uh, my name is Matt. I'm BJ. Hi, BJ. You're still here. Yeah. How are you liking it? It's, it's good, all right. Good so far? This is episode 661. Very exciting. Chilling on a Sunday. We have somebody to come and talk to us with you guys. Uh, you may know him from the internet, from Comedy Central, from a podcast called The New York City Crime Report. You can see that right there if you're watching live. Pat Dixon joining us on the jam hole. How you doing, Pat? Uh, oh, great. How are you? Awesome, man. It has been years since I've seen you. We saw you open yeah. uh, for a podcast way back in the day in New York, and uh, you still live there doing your own thing now. Yeah, yeah, producing shows. Uh, I've got a fun show at Caroline's that I do every week. Desperation tonight. <laughs> where uh, new talent shares a stage with tired old dreams. And that that I sounds have, fun. Uh, past Tuesday is a stage. Yeah, it's 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 that's a fun show because there's music. You know, it's fun to have music on stage. We have a live band that plays everybody up and down. Nice. You know, it's so like it's a, kind of an old fashioned deal. Saturday Night Live esque with the whole band there just playing you in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And they're fun. You know, they're fun people. What did yeah, you? Problems, man. You know. What did you? What made you? Is it just the amazingness that is the Big Apple, or like what made you pick that type of format? It's interesting. I have a couple friends that do true crime shows, uh, Mike Boudet and Sword and Scale, stuff like that, and obviously everyone likes Serial. But you kind of come at it from a, a different perspective. You're not trying to get to the yeah. bottom of things. You're trying to kind of almost show like the absurdity that is human interaction in this big city. Yeah, that's one way to look at it. I mean, you know, people take it to people take it very seriously when they when they you know crime and stuff like that and solving murders and shit. Uh, and and I guess that's that's you know fun for them or whatever. I, you know, I'm not really like. Uh, I mean, it's it's I don't I don't ever make fun of a victim or anything like that. Nothing about my show is mean spirited. Talk about New York City crime report, but it's uh, it's what it is is it's it's jokes. It's true crime with jokes, and it's like the New York Post come to life. And the kind of shit that you would be saying with your friends if you're sitting around talking about that kind of thing in the paper. These stories are hard to take seriously. You know, when they like like a woman was in her hotel room and there's a knock at the door. It's a German violinist. He's naked and he strangles her. Uh, You know, there's instant humor in that to me. You know, uh, I'm not going to crack jokes about it on your show. I mean, oh, no, I I've always been of the mind. You crack the jokes. I've always thought well, that compromised my integrity as a journalist. No. But we did cover the story on the last episode. Oh. Uh, it's a crime crime uh, crime is where people can find it if they're curious, you know, about about crime report. That's cool. I've always thought that, like, if you can't laugh at the worst of everything, like, just what's the fucking point? I mean, if you can't, you, like, people stress out about the dumbest shit, and I get, like, sure, having someone maybe try and murder you is something legit to stress out about every now and again, but if you can't make fun of it and make jokes... If you can't appreciate the arts, take it to Orlando, you know? Exactly, exactly. That's awesome. I I definitely, I I listened to the last episode that you guys had, and you had Bobcat Goldwith on, which is awesome. Yeah, that was one of our classic Crime Report episodes that I I re-released, and and I, yeah, um, those episodes got taken down by by Cave Comedy Radio, so they're only available, you know, when I throw them up, and uh, also on the Patreon account, which people can come on to. We have a Patreon account, and that's where kind of the back catalog is like moving in slowly. We're, we're, you know, still doing a transition, but there's like, you know, like 30 episodes up, you know, right now. And Bobcat, uh, what a great guest he was, you know I mean? Like he didn't do a lot of prep and then he knew everything and he, he's really an amazing deep guy. <laughs> a man of the really city. Active. Definitely a man of the city. What, what happened? Did, was this like some YouTube, like cease and desist automated takedown notice or like, why did you have to take a bunch of stuff down? 
Well, it was we were at Cape Comedy Radio, or I was for a long time, and and it was it was great. It was a great relationship. I used to do the show with um, uh, another guy there, and you know, after a while, uh, I guess people's priorities change, and he had some other shows that he kind of wanted to work on, and and I wanted to uh, you know work on mine the way that I wanted to work on it. So sure. we just kind of went our separate ways, but he was. Also, it's like when the when the when your co-host is also kind of like the guy doing all the you know he was the station manager or whatever you know I thought well I better just you know move off the network and right. give me an opportunity to kind of like record when I like and things like that you know I mean, and like, he's he like those a lot of, there's like 15 shows on the network it was getting so you couldn't even get into the studio wow and he's like those are mine because they were recorded here so you have to just kind of start over or keep taking them down yeah. and putting them up. So, and... I mean, yeah, well, he was pretty cooperative. That's cool. uh, he just was, uh, you know, on his own schedule, and so like he didn't really give me a heads up that he was going to take the episodes down. No big deal, you know. Would would like to have known uh, sure. so people didn't have to like kind of have that transition period. But that, yeah. uh, what the hell? I have possession of the catalog, and that's good uh, as it is mine. And and um, that's it, you know. I mean, but that was that was sort of that that period when. You know, it's weird when you have all these stuff, all this stuff up, and then you hear on Twitter, people are like, "Oh, hey, where's all the shows?" <laughs> yeah, four oh four. I'm really flattered with how, how immediate that was, you know, because people really do like to go back and marathon the show and stuff. And yeah. I'll be glad when I get them all back up, so people can can enjoy that again. You guys have like six hundred so many episodes of this show. Yeah, we got a weed show and an Android show. It just it never stops. It's what happens when you well, live in small towns. You find other outlets, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's like some people will pay a hosting company to like automatically monitor their site. I just have people that will send me angry messages that's like, hey, your shit's down, asshole. Feed your fucking hamster or some shit like that. It's like, oh, I better go reboot something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, the fans are in, in, in really close contact with the creators of, of the entertainment now. Yeah. In, in our case, anyway, you know. That curtain so has they, been completely lifted. It's like, oh, shit, there's an angry mob on the other side of that fucking thing. <laughs> and they all want yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, and the fans of, of uh, New York City Crime Report are great. I think they're the best people. I mean, uh, and I'm sure you feel the same way about people who are entertained by by you guys. But uh, you know, for me, it's really been an experience to like once I'm away from the network, uh, I feel like now that I'm just independent at CrimeReport.nyc, it's a uh, it's an ex- it's a chance to really you know um, have contact with them a lot more. You know and I find that that they reach out to me more, and I reach out to them more, and, and it uh, I think it helps. I think it helps the show. Helps Do, people have you, know, you enjoy it more. And, have you gotten any of them try and get themselves on the show in any odd manner? I've heard other shows like uh, Distorted View for One. He's been around since '06, and uh, there's been a couple times where he's read a story, and then later they've gotten a voicemail, and they've been like, "Oh, that was this. That was this kid. He was a listener." Uh, it's kind of odd when that happens, I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, my show is a little different because it's not um, really so much geared towards a, a general sort of a guest that much. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, uh, but... But, I mean, if yeah. someone dressed up in, like, a land shark suit and went and murdered three people and then sent you a tweet and was like, hey, check the news, you know, something like that. I'm sure, yeah, I, I would have that person on in a minute, yeah, well, of course. <laughs> I just feel like you get to a certain amount of popularity and statistics, like, that's bound to happen eventually, but not yet? Maybe. Not yet? Not yet, okay. no, no, okay. not that's... yet. I mean, like, I'd love to take credit for some of this crime, you know, but so far we're just reporting it and not writing it. I would love to take credit for half of this crime. <laughs> It's like it's Bane, funny... Bane in the background just, like, manipulating the town here. <laughs> That's great. What do you bring some of that into your stand up or are you still is that still completely separate? Like do you find some of oh, that please through? Or? I bring as much of it in as I possibly can. Bring it can. all? <laughs> Hell yeah. I, yeah. As much as I can and it it is a challenge because a lot of the humor in in, in crime report when I do it as the podcast it, it is in the, the the reporting nature of it, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes in like a, a way that you turn a phrase that on a stand-up stage, might not the humor would be lost, you know. Sure, People sure. Have to be very well, and they're locals, it. right? You never know. Someone may be like, "That was my brother," and then you're going to get followed <laughs> home one night, you know. <laughs> the chances of that are pretty remote, but you sure, know what? Sure. Now that you mention it, yeah, it's almost it's almost for sure that that would happen. Now that I mentioned you know, I it, 
that's no. it's gonna be in the uh, back of your head every <laughs> night you're on stage you're gonna be like which one is it gonna be ah that fucker <laughs> you know the problem almost is too many tourists in the in the clubs, right, 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 right. yeah they you have to um remember that they don't really all uh necessarily ride the subway you know yeah, yet or yeah. something you know but they uh they're, they're usually amused by any observations that you can make that they're you know like sort of which seems immediately novel. To oh, them. I'm sure they're like, oh, uh, I saw a semen on the subway also. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, there's usually some semen. And also, you know, I do relationship <laughs> stuff. And, you know, I, I still try to like, um, there's always going to be a little of that talking about marriage. And because and, uh, I've had two failed ones. And uh, I have a new uh, girlfriend that I haven't, that I'm sort of trying to transition into be the thing I'm talking about. But uh, nothing especially funny has happened yet. <laughs> yet, <laughs> a lot of a lot of falling in love so far. But yeah, it's uh, a very I mean, you know, it's there. But like, you know, you lean on the classics, you know, and that's where the pain is. Uh, the uh, it's relatable, you know, right? It's something everyone can relate to at that point. Like, oh yeah, I had a shitty relationship. I like to call them successful bachelorships. So it kind of <laughs> it's all about how you frame it, trying to live life more positively. Positive. That's a good way to look at it. It's, yeah. it, it is good. Positive. Successful yeah, I mean, bachelorships. Like, if, if it wasn't for this woman who tried to murder me back in 2004, <laughs> I'd probably still be out there banging it out in Missouri tonight, you know? No shit. See, it's the little things. It all adds up to the butterfly effect eventually. <laughs> now you're here talking to us on this show. Sometimes what, you need a people in your life. You right. Know? You, know, you get grateful for that, yeah. What do you want that to turn into? Like, do you feel like it's something you really enjoy doing, or is it has it lost some of its glamour? I guess. You mean stand up? No, no. Sorry, the the podcast. Like you said, you want you you went your way with it, and like you wanted to focus on something uh, a little different. That podcast. Like, what do you I want love- it to be? What do you What are you trying to to do with it? Well, I I want to. What I want to do is grow it organically. I wanted to, uh, like, I always feel like what everybody wants to do is take it and go, okay, here's the show. And it's 27 minutes, and it's a one camera, single camera, two camera, and all that garbage. And I don't really have uh, strong feelings about any of that. I think that you could make a successful show at a New York City crime report a lot of different ways. And I am interested in doing that, but, like, I want it to, you know, I want it to become that as it becomes that. And, and so, really, what I'm interested in doing now is adding a larger audience for my show, one fan at a time. And everybody who begins to follow the show and, 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 and listen to it, I think, they normally go, wow, I want to go back and hear all the old episodes. This yep. is great. I mean, the kind of people who like it love it. And, uh, you know, most people who are attracted to it do end up liking it. And I, I heard from somebody recently, they, they said that, like, you know, after one episode, I was kind of like, oh, I don't really know. And then, like, the, like, it was the second one, third one, it got some traction. Mm-hmm. There's a humor to it. It's it, and it, and it sounds, you know, to make fun of like our the saying that we go is uh, robbery. It's it's like a little slogan. It's on the back of the T-shirt, which we which I sell. Robbery, murder, rape, hilarious. Yeah, I saw that and on the site. It's good. Yeah, people get really hung up on rape uh, being hilarious. It's, it's funny, but that they that murder being hilarious doesn't really bother them. But, but Looney Tunes. I feel like Looney Tunes softened that blow <laughs> while we were kids. Like murder constantly. You know what you never saw in Looney Tunes though it was rape. I mean, maybe a little Pepe Le Pew, but not as much as murder. You know, so eh. that's true. You never saw any actual penetration. No, no, it was all dry humping and chasing that cat. Like that's all it fucking was. It's terrible. I think you solved it. I think I, that's it. We need to be desensitized to rape. That could be it. Maybe I'm doing my part to do that, yeah. To Maybe re- an animated version of New York City Crime Report be the way to go. There you go. Cartoons raping uh, other cartoons. Yeah. But for children. Well, right. So <laughs> softcore. Softcore. <laughs> so basically what you're saying is you're slowly turning into Jake Gyllenhaal from Nightcrawler, and you're going to invest in a camera and start following around all this crazy crime and actually filming it up close and I personal. I have that particular movie. It okay. I, I feel right. like this is the road, the slippery slope you might be going down. <laughs> it starts out, you know, just... You you take a picture here and there. Maybe a, a place buys it from you for 100 bucks. You get that taste. And then next thing you know, you're out there running down, you know, cars and, and taking film of them for news at 11. You, 
Speaking of that, I mean, like it, that that's what journalism is really coming to. And it, it is a, like a voyeuristic kind yep. of like this is the shit that I saw kind of thing. Yep. Like eventually you could just build a community and wire it up with cameras and then just cut to whatever camera some shit's popping off in at any given time throughout the whole community because there's enough people that at any given time some shit is happening. Right. <laughs> it does sound like a lot of work. Oh, so much work. It's like some Truman Show yeah, shit. But yeah, it's point my iPhone into people's windows, which they just which is. <laughs> legal drones dude they got a ruling on that did you see that no is that in new york specifically yeah a guy was um taking pictures into uh his neighbor's window and and he put he made like a whole uh a collage (laughs) and like uh, what do you call it when you put stuff in a museum sometimes i can't think of words that are really obvious i think i have asperger's <laughs> we must all be on the spectrum here a little bit then, because I don't know a what display? fucking Are a, we display? For the word display? a bust, a, display, a, uh, a, 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 a bronze somebody caller, somebody uh, <laughs> caller. You know, it's not a, what, what is? <laughs> oh fuck! Webster watching. It's but he did a whole thing and like they went to court and and it's it's legal to do that and and the laws against it are so outdated they don't apply anymore with what the judge ruled they're like from 1901 so you can I, if you want to take pictures into somebody's window selfie sticks rip. selfie sticks dude they're not just for selfies anymore uh, like peeping that thing up on like a little periscope <laughs> like snap <laughs> The other you know, guy right into each other's windows here. I don't know what it's yeah. like in your town, but like in, no. I got to New York and I was like, I can't believe all the windows. I, yeah. <laughs> I had a building in Chelsea. I'm looking right across the street, naked woman, my third <laughs> day in town. And I looked into that window at that time every day. Just to see. <laughs> Writing it down, <laughs> charting her. <laughs> Never That's saw it awesome. again for six minutes. Finally, awesome. six months later, another one. And so, it's like bird know, watching. Yeah, I feel Very like similar. the neighbor up the street just got himself a drone for that purpose. If you have the money, you know. If not, you go with the selfie stick. But sometimes you get a couple drones just constantly monitoring. I have it programmed to follow my neighbor, actually. So it just always. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> always. They, they might pick up on it, you know. But then again, the drones will be so common pretty soon. I had a, a good idea with my, my – I was t- you know Chris Laker? He's got the show This Week in Jackin. Mm-mm. Sounds good, though. All about Jack. About exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. And uh, he, a, a, a friendly drug dealing drone would be like the like a like the, the Disney movie type animated thing. Ooh, like a Tinkerbell yeah. that just comes in like cocaine dust everywhere, and like, oh, here's some crack for you guys, and PCP, and here's some weed, and man, that's a good idea, but, like but an you, Amazon drone. If you're watching this, don't write a screenplay because you know Chris is going to be really pissed. That's right. Copyright, Chris. What's his name? Laker, this Chris, week in Jack. Chris Jacking. He also has a show called Heteronormative. <laughs> what? You know the people that are the best at naming stuff. Holy shit, Pat. Heteronormative is about <laughs> gay people. He has uh, he has a gay guest every week, and he talks about gay stuff. And, you know, Chris is this guy. He's kind of like a dirtbag persona. Not a sure. dirtbag, but a dirtbag persona. Sure. And he's, uh, he's uh, you know, so this being gay thing, you know. That's just, he sounds like Ratso Rizzo a little bit. Like a Gilbert Godfrey, sort of. <laughs> Tell me about this gay thing. <laughs> I don't think about you know, anal sex. I mean, why do you want it in your ass? Aren't you getting shit on your dick all the time? <laughs> That's so awesome. That's a good, it's a really interesting window into, you know, like... Uh, that whole you know lifestyle do they know that or is it kind of like an ambush like they know they're getting drilled on their uh sexuality when no no they know exactly what they're getting that's into what they friendly. go for they go there for yeah that. nice yeah he's friendly he's not he's not making it awkward sure sure i didn't mean to make it sound like that no uh, he, of course. But, uh, i mean it this could week be in jacking i mean how awkward could it be right <laughs> <laughs> he's got like six podcasts right now so i, I don't mean to just constantly sing the praises of, of laker no, other people's podcasts are much better than our own, man. I mean, we know this from experience. <laughs> I do enjoy the the people that like will do like six or seven and then see what kind of sticks. You can see which ones yeah. they actually give a shit about and maybe which ones they are just like, okay, well, fuck it. We'll see if this... It's pretty amusing. I kind of did that in the beginning now that I think about it. I had a second podcast, and I think we did about eight or ten episodes of it and never used it. It was called... Uh... Don't rush me, I'm high. <laughs> what? 
And you never used it? Fuck. Never used it. Just Great send me that audio. I'll use it for something. <laughs> I, I need to get those. Yeah, that would be an interesting You should. There's a site called Stuff Stoners Like. I've been doing a lot of weed reviews here in Washington. Uh, there's a couple recreational shops within distance. So I go there and buy their top strains and then review them. But uh, he wanted to do like some sort of podcast uh, of that. And uh, that's that's a pretty good name. That that would be some good content. Are you still into you know weed what? or what? You, you, uh, no, you, no, you quit I, smoking? I don't smoke weed anymore. Uh, and you still don't drink, right? Because you were you were not drinking when I met you, I believe. Yeah, I know. I haven't drank in still, right? I don't know, guys. April. What is the date? Uh, it's it's the almost nineteen years. No, it's not that long. It's fifteen years. Yeah, that's pretty impressive considering being a comic and being in places with drinks and being friends with people that may want to encourage certain drinking behavior. To hold out, yeah. I am not that strong. <laughs> like I'm, uh, that's impressive. You don't think you can go to the bar See, that's, all the that's, time? And no, do the that? bar. I couldn't go to like a fucking pharmacy all the time and not want pills. Though I mean, once you're, you know, it's just that's in your brain. <laughs> but yeah, that's impressive. So, yeah, you have, you know, friends would encourage. I, the good thing about me, I have no friends. Oh well, that so. makes it easy then. I just encourage myself. <laughs> Yeah. We're doing good today, self. Get a reward. Have a shot. <laughs> yeah. Shots go with every kind of emotion, really. Yeah, right. <laughs> Celebration. Cigarettes. Oh, that I'm sad. tough. Are you smoking cigs still? I no, no. I quit those too, but that was by far the hardest. That did you quit with e cigs, or did you quit like a man? <laughs> quit like what? Did you quit <laughs> using e cigs, like those vapor sticks that everyone uses with cigarettes? Exist when I quit. Smoking. Oh fuck. Okay. Thank God, I never even, I've never even tried one of those. Man. Yeah, so I quit. Did you say quit like a man? Quit like a man, without e Quit like a man. That's yeah. right. Cold Chewing t- gum and masturbating. <laughs> Chewing girls gum and jerking it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I write a book about it. How to... I would be getting a stick of gum out while I'm still jerking it, you know. <laughs> you can get that silver wrapper off of a piece of big red. I like to stick it on the wall like a target and see if I can hit it. Funny man, because you got all this like energy and like negativity or fear, or whatever it is. That as an addict, you know, you you're pushing. It's like a balloon, and you're pushing air around. So it, it usually comes out someplace. So if you quit everything, then like you, you know, just let it all out it all at once, like a like a band aid. Just tear it off real quick, and I, I put about a year between the drinking and smoking, about a year and a half. That's and then cool. I did that for a few years, and I didn't even drink coffee for a couple of those years. And then for some reason I got uh, a wild hair in my ass and, and decided I'd smoke some weed. And I did that for know, a couple, four years is, you know, two years that lasted five years or something. I don't know. Maybe it was like from, but it's just the last few and then on and off kind of. And then, uh, I don't know, man, I, I smoked it when I was a teenager and then I smoked it again as uh, like in my, cause I was like, what am I trying to prove here? in my late thirties. And then, uh, I don't know, I mean, it made me so slow. It finally slowed me down so much that, uh, I had to stop. And how, That's how old are you? How old are you now? <laughs> 44. Okay. See, I'm, I'm going to be yeah. 40 here in like the next five years. So I'm trying to keep track of all of the people I know that have already done that. And I'm taking like a list of all the shit that's about to get fucked up on my body and then, like, averaging it out and seeing, like, what the worst that I need to really prepare for is. Seems uh, like a lot I'm, of... I'm in great shape. No, nothing bad happened to me at all. Awesome. Because uh, my list yeah, I... my list points to a lot of butt problems and a lot of, like, brain problems. So, I don't know. Maybe it's the people I'm polling. <laughs> but a lot of, like, forgetfulness and then a lot of just plumbing is just not working of... well. <laughs> So you have some problems with your butt. You're gonna have some problems with your brain, I think. Yeah, that that those may correlate. <laughs> so as soon as you start having butt problems, be sure to let me know so I can add you to that uh, list. Everything butt wise is 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 all the same as it ever was. That's good to hear, Pat. Yeah, yeah. that's really good to hear. Yeah. Now, I'm trying to think. Has there been anything? <laughs> I, when I was I got on a plane in 2012, and then my neck hurt until uh, Jesus about four weeks ago. <laughs> oh, wow. 
Where the fuck did so, you fly to, France? If you get a sore neck, Jesus. it just lasts longer. That's what I found. Ah, uh, like, that makes sense. Yeah, I gotcha. Mine go away in about three days, and I notice they are starting to take a little longer, so that might be it. Yeah, I met a woman named Mandy Statmiller, and I've, I've been I've seeing her since, uh, like, February. She's just the best. And uh, I don't know what it is. She, she either lowered the stress in my life or uh, or something. I don't know what it was. But my neck has been fine since uh, <laughs> since dating her. Is this her. Uh, the new the new love of your life? New love of my life, yeah. Nice. Probably will be my third ex wife. Did you? Or, you know. <laughs> Did you meet her on the subway? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I met her years ago. She doesn't remember it. I, mean, I, I, I think I just saw her, and then we went on our date, our first date. She was doing sort of a, uh, I don't know, it was, it, you know, uh, there's a, a very, I'm not really sure exactly how much to say about it, but it was for oh, some that's sort fine. of a thing. Sure. And it, it was, it wasn't an official, it was an official date, but it was, it was a pretense for it, and 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 she wasn't, she didn't know that she liked me yet, uh, but I mean, like, I, I, I had a lot of inside information. I knew that she'd be into it. Nice. You know, like, I could tell. You did uh, your research. We have, would have a lot in common. She has a podcast called News Horror. Ah, okay. So okay. I thought, I'm into the news horror, you know? <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, and she's uh, she used to work for the New York – she's a former New York Post writer, which oh, is where this font came from. She's a reporter. She's an she actual journalist. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I'm an actual journalist, of course. I but, uh, yeah, no, me too. I got I got badges for conferences that say journalists. Like, <laughs> how much schooling did you go to for your journalist badge? <laughs> well, here's what I did. I no, I did go to, to a couple of years of, of college for journalism. And oh I shit! Okay. Well, I didn't know a, that. I thought you were just like kidding because I I didn't at all. But you're like an actual. Well, I say I say it kind of ironically. Well, you know, sure, because like because sure. you're right. She did get paid to be a reporter for the New York Post, and she writes for. She's she's a writer. She has a, a series that she's doing called TMIRES. It's about our relationship, and I tell you, it's Too a little unnerving the way she flies really close. To the, I mean, she's just everything's true, you know. And uh, does it, that make you, you know, self conscious when you guys are hanging out that like you're gonna fuck up? And you're gonna be like, fuck, that's going in the book. Damn it! And then like <laughs> trying to find her pieces of like notes that she writes down and like getting rid of those ones not today honey not today she she doesn't take notes she just she she pays attention she just films everything (laughs) wears like gopros on her head and yeah yeah she's she's got a brand it all comes out i'm sorry i couldn't hear you i said you gotta pay attention you gotta keep up with you guys Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's always on it. Yeah, she well, she's got that reporter mind too. You know, I mean, like she's used to like asking the right questions and and, and retaining information and shit like that. She's like a she's like a human tape recorder. I feel um, like those people are harder to just bullshit answers to. Like yeah. most people, you can just bullshit answers to. <laughs> I feel like those kinds of people will be like, wait, no, that doesn't make sense. Hold on, and then they will press you more. Like you can't just bullshit your way out of some nonsense with her. I bet. Uh uh-uh. uh no, no, absolutely not. She will never tolerate it. And, and like <laughs> yeah. I, I knew that I'd never lied to her the moment I met her. You know because <laughs> taller yeah. than me. <laughs> right. That's. <laughs> Verified sources, and you're taller than no, me. She's, but she really is like she's a no bullshit person, and, and like uh, you know when you know somebody like that who like I, I you, you can just sense it, you know, like there's the, there's no way to lie to this person. Uh, they can tell. Are you just you know? a terrible liar, Pat? <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, See, he's lying right now. That long I'm, pause. I'm thinking about it. And I'm right? trying to think of when I, when ly- lying was a big part of my life in like 2003. <laughs> when you were a lawyer, what what were you doing back then? No, when I was married, I was having my uh, married. right, right, right. Much the same and, uh, debates and arguments. Well, newly sober and uh, and married and and no, I mean like, you know I was well, getting deep. But, you know, in a relationship, it's so important to, like, you guys are in a relationship, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so you have to be honest about the shit you need, because uh, if you're not, then you begin to, like, go. Uh, you, you naturally will, when when something fills that need or feels like it could feel that need, you sort of, like, kind of get an interest for that, right? 
And so uh, I was never able to do that. I was never able to like verbalize that because I didn't even know that I needed something. I just knew like I was unhappy. Hold on. They don't, they don't read minds. I just internalize what I need and then it appears sometimes. That would be nice, right? Yeah, that's what I, I think that's what I expected, you know, but, uh, you know, she, uh, like my wife's, uh, mother died. Right. And like, she just disappeared. And I, you know, like, I was like, what's wrong? Anything wrong? She's like, no, everything's fine. No, everything's fine. No, everything's fine. Right. And like, she would never talk or do anything. And it's like, I was all by myself, you know, I felt, uh, alone and yet married. And then I, so I go on the road, I'd be gone for two weeks at a time. I'd come back and say like, Hey, how's it going? You want to hang out? And she's like, I got to watch friends. I got to watch ER, uh, you know, no. she had a routine established and, you know, I mean, we just kind of, maybe we just grew apart, but you know, I didn't know how to, uh, so being a good liar, I'm a good liar. If somebody is really gullible, I think, you know, <laughs> so when you met her, what were you drinking at that point? Oh yeah, I was. In fact, I told her that I would, that drinking was a huge part of my life and that, uh, I would appreciate it if she would never have any opinion about that. <laughs> well, there's a huge difference in your life. Like right there is just enough to like fuck up a relationship, friendship, relationship, That's... or anything in general. You think? To, what do you mean to, to say something like that? No, to go from like drinking a shit ton and her like being okay with that to you not drinking. Like, like you become. Oh, she didn't like the sober Pat. And you guys grew up. No, no, no. She, she, well, you know what? Maybe she didn't. Maybe she didn't like the sober Pat. But the sober Pat was like more uh, communicative and more, you know, like like better, obviously, you know, more uh, aware. Maybe that's what she didn't like about it. But I, it wasn't so much about <laughs> that, I think, as it was uh, just. It's hard to reinsert you know. yourself into a routine that's been established, you know, like if you're away all the time and then you come back, she's already doing her thing. And then to try and reinsert yeah. into that, it seems you got to break well, up I'll some. You know what? It's funny now that you mention it, though, that she really didn't encourage me to get sober. You know, kind of like, <laughs> you're like, like, now that I think about this She one. didn't like the sober. Pa- Hold on. I got to make a phone call. Hold on. <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> it's getting used to because like just how you have your own denial you have denial for you you know right, somebody right. who is an enabler type person and and i think that's how it was yeah because i was like yeah i think i want to get sober i think i might have a, a drinking problem and she laughed and she's like i mean come on because you might have like a little drinking problem but you don't need to like go nuts here i wouldn't even call it a problem per se <laughs> i mean maybe a little issue it's just a thing it's a little thing we're gonna take care of it it's not, you were sorry, you know? It's not even no a thing. It's not even a thing anymore. Let me get you a beer. Relax. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Let's go. You want to go get a drink? We'll go, we'll go get a drink. And awesome. she never drank, but, you know, we would. it was boring. Like, you'd sit around and drink and watch TV and listen to music. And I was that kind of a drunk. Yeah. <laughs> go shoot pool. Yeah. Just, just go. Yeah, I never did anything fun. I have a picture of me at the, the last week that I drank. I was working with Greg Giraldo down in Austin. <laughs> And it's he and I and another and, and some woman and I don't know who that is, and uh, it looks like I ate Greg Geraldo. <laughs> what? Like I'm huge, big bloated guy. I, I, I mean, do not look happy. I look way older. Were than, you that big? You know. Yeah, I paid two thirty or something. Really? Fuck the sugar from alcohol is ridiculous. Damn. Like, <laughs> like the way it's like stays in your body, like. It's and makes fat. Yeah. Yes. Terrible for you. <laughs> right. And not only that, but like I mean, like I drank. So I was like I, I was drinking scotch a lot of you know. And I remember that weekend in in Austin. I like Saturday night. I came in and I was like, can I get a Miller Lite and a uh, you know whatever kind of scotch I was in? And they were like, there's no more. You drank all the scotch. Whoa. You drank all the scotch. He said it twice. He was like, you drank all the scotch. Like he didn't believe himself <laughs> saying it. Like hold on. <laughs> You drank all the scotch. There was a trace of concern in it, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> you like, had better go order fine. some more so that I can continue drinking the scotch. And I was like, don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> this is our little secret. That's awesome. 
Well, I saw this interesting. I kind of want want to see what you think about this. Living in a, a city that has a lot of uh, tourists, and I coming from Montana, that we had a large ski resort there, and the, lots of tourists and everything. Uh, these scientists basically developed a thing that like it plugs into your head, and you wear it, and then it's things that go on your legs. And they can actually just control where you're going with it. So hypothetically, let's say you're a tourist in a, a new place and you're like, I don't know where to go. I can't read the signs. You just like strap on your little robot leg things and tell it where you need to go and it'll walk no. you there automatically. Well, I'm already seeing, I'm already seeing no. that, that you know tourism is really not what this was created for. No, you don't think so? It's a, it's no, an interesting. It's a, they're testing it on tourists, but they they mean it for you know, <laughs> clearly you are being guy. Yeah, when they need us all marching into war or something like that. Or you know. <laughs> no, you guys, the battlefield's this way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ah, I don't want to do it. Ah. <laughs> That's that was kind of the first thing I thought of is that like somebody's gonna hack into this and we're gonna have lemmings jumping off of a bridge. <laughs> And it's just going to be like, and that's going to be the new tourist thing. Oh, it's like, oh, let's go I see. Yeah, let's go see everyone jumping off the bridge. Oh, that's pretty. Nice. Look at how their their screams set against the nice sunset. <laughs> I'm having, I'm trying to even visualize what this looks like. What you're uh, about. It's, it's, it's basically just a helmet and then some leg cuffs. And they say uh, instead of an electrical pulse that's used to stimulate the muscle, uh, it runs from the inside of the knee to the top of the outer thigh. When that muscle contracts, it pulls the leg out and away from the body, which will make you turn either left or right, depending on which leg they target. <laughs> They say the contraction happens on the upswing and feels like a gentle tug in one direction, and it is very easy to override. For now. <laughs> for now, yeah. So all you gotta do is crank up to ten. It's the gentle guiding hand of your tourist god saying, the gift shop is this way. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know, if they could maybe put it on the small of my back, you know, and then just like... Right. Take it go up and down. I think they make those. They're called massagers. <laughs> They're called Asian well, massage. Something that would make my body actually like go up and down, you know, like, oh. like so I could fuck without having to right. try so hard. Right, so I could fuck while I'm asleep. <laughs> I like that. Uh, they said the device has been shown to work on students who were successfully steered through a park in Hanover uh, by some researchers that were using a mobile phone to send Bluetooth signals to the electrodes. Well, at least they're using secure technology and not just some off-the-shelf bullshit. Oh, oh no, yeah, it's cell phone, sure. Okay. Yeah, that's secure. Android and so Bluetooth. <laughs> they, they should, whoever is doing this should be murdered. You know what it's called? Cruise con- I didn't say that. For, it's satire. No, you know? wait until you hear the name and then say that again. It's called Cruise Control for Pedestrians. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm on board. Right now, now. it's a good idea. That's, That's okay. it. That's I, it. I don't want to buy stock. In fact, in sports, <laughs> right? In sports, yeah. for example, you could steer long distance runners via different jogging trails on different days for increased variety and enjoyment. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> this is That's the, the best. And they're seeing long distance runners. Yes, or Nazis, <laughs> or hypothetically. For people to take long walks off of very short piers that don't want to, now you can control them. You guide them. Yeah. You gently guide them. I'm trying to imagine what that would feel like, and and I a bet gentle you tug. This is a, very dangerous. This is very. extremely dangerous. I don't know what it'll ever feel like because it ain't happening. Not happening. You're not putting those on my legs. Human sat nav. That's uh, that's creepy shit. I bet you it covers your feet. I don't want my feet covered. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. I don't like I, I don't like things to cover my feet. I don't. <laughs> that's fine. That's right. Fine. Just foot coverage. You don't like shoes? No, I hate shoes. She walks around barefoot, which is weird. I can't handle that. I can't even like think about it because I'll walk they on. Some... Even We're toes. talking like the forest. <laughs> like I will walk through weird. the forest. Just kind of a hillbilly. Forest. I think. Are you a hillbilly? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I can do limited things barefoot. I, I, I can't. I, I, I can uh, sleep. I shoes on to sit and work at my desk. I always have shoes. On. I can take a shower. I can sleep. Sometimes I'll swim. That's about all I do without shoes on. 
otherwise. The world is a dirty, gross fucking place, and I don't want to be... women walking around New York City, they get a little tired of the heels, you know, and then they, they, they take them off them and, and, like, walk around. See, that's the thing. Why would you even get heels? Because eventually your feet are going to get sore. It's for that ass. So why don't you just run around because, your fucking because feet and fucking Because in women's, in women's crazy mind, somehow the comfort of shoes is overridden by the look of that ass in those heels. Is that it my problem? That my ass is too. just fine, and I yes, don't really your give ass a fuck. is just too big, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh my God, don't give a fuck. You probably fuck. see What's that. Fine. <laughs> let's let's stand up. And let's get an opinion here. I don't know if there's yeah, enough room here. I was gonna say up. there's not enough room. Another <laughs> day. Bumping mics and shit. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's uh, that you see when I see people walking around barefoot in the city. I think, wow, that's 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 got to be a shortcut to like tetanus oh, at best. I think get a job, you fucking hippie. Now we <laughs> we actually just recently we met this guy. He used to be a landscaper, and he was doing some landscaping, and he got pricked by a syringe oh, yeah. and got HIV from it, and now like. 13 years later, he went through classes to do his own kidney dialysis because some of the medication like killed his kidneys. And it was this whole big thing all because he pricked his little finger on a little stick in some fucking some some AIDS dirt there in somebody's yard. So, but see, I can't walk barefoot. Hands. That like, kind of shit. I'm not. No, hands. put like, some fucking shoes oof, on. Everybody has their hands oh, up. How can that be? I didn't think it could live outside the body. Yeah, I don't know. He got pricked by it, and there must have been some sort of blood in the... Or that's the story. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's the story. But no, nah, he's got a GoFundMe. Crazy. I didn't say that. You should bleep that out. Take that out for the actual podcast. <laughs> I didn't even hear like, it. Take out the last several minutes. Take out the last half hour. <laughs> let's, now I'm smarting. Let's, oh, there we go. Glasses on. You have kids, Golly. Pat? Pat, do you have kids? You don't have kids. No, no, no. Do you want kids, Pat? No. No, that a boy. I read yeah. I I read things like this and of course Florida, I mean just that's that's just the state, but like this mother takes away she's got a 13-year-old son, right? Kids are on their cell phones all the time. She takes the phone away. The kid goes and gets like a bat and goes out to the car and like just wrecks her Honda. Her 01 Accord, just windshield, bumper, roof, all that shit. And then he took off. He ran away from home. And then, like, a few hours later, he came back. He's like, I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, man. man. Shane wasn't that bad. I'm never having kids. I read that kind well, of shit. I, you know, we had a, I just saw a story. I mean, that's pretty bad. You know, somebody wrecking your car like that. You know, you Over a phone? A Over bad. a fucking phone? Like, I'm playing a game yeah. here. Well, it's how much into the phone that she let him get in the first mm-hmm, place. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a little kid. He can use a fucking flip phone to call home. Yeah. Like, phone home. Oh. Leave that as your phone. I don't, know. Him a I don't know if iPod I can put that on the something. mom for trying to get the kid a nice phone. But uh, yeah. I'll say this. Uh, you know, like, we had a guy here who he raped a relative. It doesn't say what relative it is, but he raped a relative. And then the, his mom said that she was going to testify against him. So he killed her. <laughs> So the relative no, wasn't his mom, or was it? No, no, no. She was going to testify against him for raping, you know, the cousin or daughter or oh, okay. niece or whoever. Was. She'd yeah, get so up we, there and we, blow everyone's mind and be like, he raped me, your honor. <laughs> nah, that the whole court just like... Whoa. It wasn't rape. I wanted it. I wanted <laughs> it. <laughs> and I'm pregnant with his child. Yeah, that's what's Good supposed boy. to happen. I want We're child support. their moms. It's we all, or if we can't, at least someone that is reminiscent of our moms. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and then he took a baseball bat and he beat up her Honda. <laughs> and so then it was he, double. And then he wrecked that he killed whip. Killed her and he up her car. Which is ironic because now he has to walk to school tomorrow because obviously the and car car no doesn't run. Feed his hunger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm hungry. Well, <laughs> guess what? This guy was a grown man. Grown ass man, just he was a grown man. It's, yeah, you get to a certain age, don't kill your mom, you know, just cut that shit out. That's right, time will do that for you. People you just like gotta wait, rape a relative, you know, kill relatives. Is that that's Is something that- else, though, right? That's something deep seated that happened. That's environmental, I feel like. I don't think you're yeah. born then you just want to get your fuck on with your parents or your, your relatives like that. 
Well, maybe if they're like, it depends on how nice they are to you, you know? Right. Or if they're long lost, right? Like you had a sister and you didn't know and you met this chick at a bar. Classic movie, right? And then you guys are like hitting it off. It's like, wow, we are so in sync. And then they do it and then they give birth to like Flipper Baby. I'm, get, I'm getting hard. Actually. Right. <laughs> and then that Flipper Baby. And that. <laughs> <laughs> and then you fuck the flipper baby. Yeah, you know how about this? Uh, Hold on. How about this? Uh, like a, ba- a flipper baby can't jerk you off. That would have to like no. flip you off, right? Uh, or you but, could do uh, trumpet or swan on it and slit its little thing, so it could either trumpet or swim, or jerk yeah, you off. I mean, nobody or, cares about a flipper baby's feelings. You know, better no. better off dead. Really, they don't have feelings. Uh, Come on. They're animals. Let them lose their souls. We saw uh, some sea lions the other day that kind of reminded me of that. They're like dogs, but they're flipper baby versions of dogs because their back paws haven't fully formed. They're like mermaid dogs. They're weird. And they just like wallow all over each other and bark and like bite at each other. And they all like yeah. have this half retarded bark sound. And every now and again, they will all synchronize and it'll be like one like, <laughs> and then it'll like go back out of sync again. Oh, man. It's very hypnotizing, yeah, these, these yeah, dogs. Yeah, that's, that's eerie when you think about it, that kind of group mind. But you know what? It's very much like the internet, isn't it? Yes, we are that group <laughs> like, mind of retarded right. sea dogs. <laughs> yeah. All of us I is like... Not a retarded sea dog. No, hold on. Bite, bite. We're all going to be dead, you know? But how about this? You talk about fucking your relatives. Oh, yeah. Okay. What do we have? You know, have the they have those Freaky Friday movies where like somebody changes place with their like, um, yeah, you know, dad or whatever, and then they yeah. have to go be their dad. Their dad has to go be them. So we do it. First of all, it's a drama. So you know, <laughs> it's a tough. Ooh, sell, like right? a Lifetime movie. Like, I like it. Not a wild comedy, and it's like a twelve-year-old boy who switches places with his mother somehow <laughs> through something. And then- so he's in his mom's body, and she's him. In high school, say, or something, freshman. So, you know, she goes around negotiating the problems of being a teenager. She's pretty good. She actually, you know, helps him out because, you know, like, say he's not doing so good in the class. Math, blow right? Professor, you know, whatever, yeah. Blowing the math and then, professor. Like, she starts having sex with some of his teachers because <laughs> she's, you know, sexually experienced. You know, she's just in the body of a boy. And, uh, you know, the kid is, is the mom, and now the mom, like, takes on all these kind of, like, fun qualities, like a teenager. Like, she likes to play video games and have fun instead of be a cunt, right? Ooh. So, like, they're divorced, so, so like, the, the dad and mom are separated, and now the dad starts to get interested again, right? Uh-huh. But he's interested in the boy. This, Holy shit, I've so, seen this one! This newfound rejuvenance of your... <laughs> <laughs> Who likes to play basketball and, and shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then the mom isn't going to give it up, and she's going to let the son die off in that old body, and she's going to live forever in his young... That's not how that goes. He wants his parents to get back together, you know, but he doesn't want to have to fuck his dad. How far will one son go to reunite his family? (laughs) A made-for-lifetime movie event. Yeah, I don't know if if Lifetime would buy it. That's a good pitch. Oprah's network would. You know that shit. I don't Jump know. right on that. I, Oprah, you know, Oprah is like, a, she puts herself on the cover too much, I've yeah, been told. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> You're not the young gazelle you used to be, honey. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah, I I lost touch with Oprah. You watch Oprah? No, I don't have TV. I haven't had TV since I was a kid. Try and stay away from that shit. I'll, uh, I will allegedly torrent a show or two, but I won't watch commercials. The torrents come commercial free. Yeah. <laughs> TV's weird. When you don't watch it and then you go to watch it, like, and you see the ads and stuff, it is a very blatant, like, here is what you will do and you will like it and you will give us all of your money in the process. Like, it's a very, very blatant thing, but I don't think people realize it if they are grown up watching it because no. it's such a subtle thing. But now, like, it's so blatant it's yeah yeah. even podcast ads like i have to fast forward that shit i i will walk across the room and fast forward some fucking podcast ad bullshit yeah should have you should be able to avoid it you know when you're in the privacy of your own earbuds there you know we (laughs) that new york city crime report is commercial free that's what i like i like that yeah, I mean, we no advertisers whatsoever. No sponsors will touch us. That's right. <laughs> completely self-funded, not by choice. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I sell this T-shirt. Hold, you're gonna love this. Hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug this. You might have to but send me one of those. Shit. I, I don't. I don't. I didn't even mean it as a plug. I just mean it just like this is the coolest thing ever because I just got these. Look at this logo. These guys in called This Is Blow came up with these Australian guys. Isn't that awesome? That's like some professional shit, Pat. I like it. Yeah, I know. I had it made. I didn't just draw it. You should. I need to get you to send me one of those, and I'll start recording weed review in it. Start wearing all this fashion. (laughs) Dude, hey, give me the address. Hell yeah. It is yours. What size do you wear? I'm a large or an extra large, depending on the cotton material. Go with extra large. Let's go extra large. I'm not exercising as much here. I think you need a large looking at you, but if you, you know, it's, uh, if, if you're, <laughs> I don't know if you, you could grow into it, you know, if, if, yeah. if things like are going that way, close, I totally so understand. Yeah, she'll it's shrink pro- it. It'll be fine. It's probably good to go it, with the extra large. That's right. The next yeah, weed they're... review brought to you by the New York Crime Report. New York, <laughs> New York City. City. And it's, and it's like, uh, yeah, well, sh- please. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. And you know what? That way you don't have to like, uh you know, pause or anything like that. I know you're into advertising in general. I know you think Yeah, no, good. actually, we were about to take a break so we could all hear from all of our sponsors, all of the same sponsors every other fucking podcast has. You can buy dildos oh. from this jack-off. You can buy books from this jack-off. <laughs> no, we don't do that shit. Can't do it. Won't, won't stand for it. Matt, I... Hey, hello. I very yeah. much doubt that a lot of people go around buying dicks and sending you them off to people. You would be surprised how many. We found this website that will anonymously ship, like, giant 34-inch cardboard dicks. Uh, so they're, like, 10 bucks a piece. So we started shipping dicks to random people. Um, so if you need a dick I, I, shipped... I missed, I, missed a, I missed a fucking on-ramp here with the dicks. If you need, <laughs> If you need a dick shipped, you let me know, and we'll get it shipped out. Now, there's this... Uh, this kid I used to work with uh, at my old job in Montana was just a fucking cunt. So we would randomly have dicks mailed to his house, and he would take pictures of himself with them like it was a joke and post them on Facebook. <laughs> so we kept mailing him dicks, and yeah. But yeah, they're great. They're this big, like 34-inch cardboard dicks. You can put a message on it. I mean, anything. Ship a dick, dude. Yeah, I, I would say people would love to get that sent to them, and they could, you know, uh, I don't know what they would do with it. Put it up on the wall. Is that what you yeah, do? Yeah, kind of. You could frame it. You could. I mean, really, a dick. Is, I it, mean, yeah, there's so many possibilities. Would, but it's like, it's, is it only the demented ones of us? I don't or? know. I feel yeah. like any normal person would get that, and it'd be like a slap in the face, shots fired, like burning dog poo on the on the porch type of thing. But yeah, yeah. our generation it. sees it and we're like, nah, that postman had to carry this dick. <laughs> <laughs> dick. <laughs> yeah. Drawing dicks on people's cars and stuff. Our generation, yeah, have- we've done some great things. I'll tell you what. Oh, the yeah. internet, drawing dicks on stuff. I mean, real cutting edge shit. <laughs> I can't really take credit for any of that. No, me neither. dicks stuff. I did a little of that. But you know what? We we are we are going in a good direction now. Look look what else we did: legalized gay marriage, legalized weed. Uh, yeah, everybody's more chill now. Seems sort of like it. It's ISIS. getting there. Legalized ISIS. Fuck yeah! I mean, we got ISIS now cutting people's heads off. That's pretty cool. You know, though, if you think about it, that's almost a really good testament to the other side of religious freedom. Per, I mean, I don't. I are you are you a religious man, Pat? I should probably ask you that before we start. <laughs> Uh, religion bashing. God. Okay, that's good. I feel like <laughs> ISIS okay. is a good demonstration of that. Like, what happens when you go ahead and let church and state be a thing and let them go and do their stuff and, and heads are getting cut off now, so. It, it's a good yeah. spectrum to let people see, but it's not, you know, it's not gonna keep being good. <laughs> see, I, I wouldn't consider that religious freedom, though. I would consider that religious no? oppression. Cutting heads off in the name of your lord? I'd say it's religious freedom. I'd say it's religious oppression because those people getting their heads cut off are not submitting to that. Oh, no, fuck them, though. They're infidels. They're going to hell anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but but I mean, in those countries, right there contradicts it all because, like, in the whole thing, like, the only one in the end that's supposed to judge you is God. Mm -hmm. Allah. What? So That's silly. Anyway. Why the fuck do you have a right to cut my head off? Because you feel that right now it is your job to be God. To make a point. Hey, why, hey Matt, why is your woman talking so much? I don't know. I'm working on that. 
It's, a, it's an Islam joke. Nothing. Take it easy. Don't, I know you're a redhead. Take it easy. It's just a blonde joke. It's fine. <laughs> What? Tell me uh, more about what you feel like ISIS should be doing. (laughs) Well, I mean, let's talk about more of the achievements that we've made. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like Mars. We're sending people form of journalism. You know, which is like completely irresponsible and fun. Yeah, and fast. It's got. If you're not first, then fuck it. Right? You can fix. You can fix errors later. It's not like we got to reprint these out. (laughs) <laughs> That's true, man. Nowadays, they just like send it out, don't they? Don't and, worry the, about that. and the Mars mission, we're going to have people killing each other for resources on a whole other planet. Like, imagine that. Are there any resources there? Uh, They hope. <laughs> They're going to fight over them just in case. I feel like the first set of <laughs> we settlers. We don't know yet, but I'm going to make sure that I get it. Uh, they're going to get there, and all their machines are supposed to have been there for four years, generating water and electricity and all that. I feel like that first set's going to get off the thing, and they're going to be like, huh, this shit's all, like, upside down, like, half buried, like, none of it works, probably been stripped by all the, the tweakers living underground in Mars. Dude, have you have you ever seen a special or anything on Jonestown? Uh, yes, actually. I, I am. That's exactly familiar. what it'll be like. It will, right? You'll have one person that's gonna be like, "I'm the leader now," and everyone else can suck this cock and drink some Kool Aid while you're at it. Yeah, and there it's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, you're here with your freedom on Mars to work on a work farm," and you know, like uh, they'll they'll work people to death, and it's gonna suck, but they'll make it sound like it's gonna be so idealistic, you know, and great. I feel like if anything else, to those people will evolve and eventually make it back to Earth, and then we're going to have a problem on our hands. <laughs> Once they find there's That's not just... enough of anything there to sustain their life? Yeah. Uh, we're, we're really fucked. But like, uh, oh, we're solidly God. fucked. Well, there's nothing well, We'll be that. dead is the thing. Like, I, I, every <laughs> we'll time I start thinking, projecting about all these problems, like, oh, fuck it, I'm going <laughs> to... Dude, that's not going to happen in my lifetime. So it's no, really you know, not my day. you know who's worrying about it? People with kids, whose kids have kids, whose kids have kids. See, I'm not worrying those about it because I'm gonna be dead. Those, they give a shit in such a negative way too. People yeah, with yeah. kids are, are really annoying like that. You know, like, but proposition, whatever. Shut up, stop. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> Do stop something. caring about this shit. But then not even that, yeah. but using it as a tool for that agenda and being like, well, let's not do this because of my kids or all of the kids. And then everyone's like, oh, yeah, that seems good. But because of the kids, right? Let's not do that. For the next generation and the generation yeah. after. Meanwhile, let's just wreck all this other shit for them to deal with. It's kind of a joke. Like, aha, well, enjoy Earth. See ya. <laughs> I resent any adjustment I have to make for somebody else's children. Right. You want me to drive an electric car? How about you go fuck yourself, and I'll see you when we're all dead <laughs> on this Do other planet. Do you guys planet. have pets? Do you have a dog? Nah. I, we had a cat back home, but we left it there. <laughs> you left it? Left it, yeah. Back in where? Washington? Or Montana. Washington now? Yeah, Montana. back in Montana. He's got oh, a friend, man. or she's got a friend, so... You know, it's really shitty to take her from where she is, happy and sh- all that. It was a stray anyway, so fuck it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. She fought for that There's fucking no house. She's like, work, work it, work it. No, it's my if you home. get rid of that pen, it's so much easier. Your life just like goes. Oh wow, I, I'm independent now. I don't have this like millstone around my neck where I have to like fucking feed it and shit no no responsibility and shit it's like the first the first neanderthal that like ate their young and felt that feeling of pure freedom was like Mm. holy shit this is good i'm out of (laughs) here i am not only delicious i don't have to fuck with anymore i'm rejuvenated and i'm free you know, the first people who did that probably thought that's why we're having these it's a food source. F- <laughs> we're that's the most supposed to eat we're so self-sufficient you guys check this out nine months later <laughs> you know, i'm gonna let mine grow if you let it go it's a bigger meal that's let, right. it, let it go a couple of years now it just got out of hand if it gets too big it will eat you so keep that in mind <laughs> That's what happened. That's, right. And that's when they were like, all right, truce. Truce, you guys. I won't eat you. You won't eat me. We're cool. 
Let's go eat that other thing over there. I might beat the shit out of your Honda later. That's you know. (laughs) Give me my phone back, mom. Well, shit. You can find these jokes and a bunch of other ones at this guy's stand up. Are you? You're doing that once a week at Caroline's. You said where? Yeah, Mondays at nine, starting on on May fourth, and then there's one more we have. It's tomorrow night at seven thirty. I doubt anybody will make that one that I'm talking about. But like, yeah, it's a Caroline show. It's called Desperation Tonight. And you can just go to the Caroline's website. It's called Desperation Tonight with Pat Dixon. Follow me on Twitter is a good thing to do, too. All that information is on my website. Nice. I don't have a Twitter account. Sorry. She's not talking to you, then. (laughs) We have links to all that other stuff, too. We'll throw in the show notes for uh, the show and the links to uh, subscribe to it. What I'm most proud of is my show about crime, uh, the the New York City Crime Report. I'm hoping that, you know, like at this point, I'm not even looking for fans. I'm looking for customers. Is that the crowning Uh, achievement of Pat Dixon? That's your legacy you're going to leave behind? The New York City Crime Report. Fuck yeah. I'm not on my way out just yet, you know. But, uh, yeah. Whoa, bud. Whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love it. I, I really do love it. I think it's fun, and and the people who 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 do like it, they they love it, and it's it's worth it. It's a, a for nothing. It's free, so obviously it's worth yeah. it. But uh, you know, like a lot of times you hear news, you go, "That's not going to be interesting." We don't talk about anything that's not interesting. I mean, yeah. these are cherry picked stories. It's only interesting, fun crimes that that happen only in new york city so it's like that's scope you don't have to worry it all happened far away from you you know unless you live here it doesn't <laughs> happen nearby it's like people can laugh about it here or or far away we've got a lot of fans in australia i've noticed have you do you oh, have they, a lot from they, australia yeah a lot from like the united arab emirates and australia and like <laughs> peru we have a lot of a lot of people uh, do a Google search for how to fuck a cow, and they find our site because I did a little SEO uh, stuff back in the day, and we are the number one Google search for how to fuck a cow. I don't know how long they stay, but they definitely find us, which is uh, and and interesting. So you know how to fuck a cow? Uh, no, but I did <laughs> know how to make Google think that our article was about fucking a cow, which was by actually writing uh, an article uh, about how to fuck a cow. But yes. Probably get a lot of traffic off that cow. The a cow lot. fuckers out there. You would yes. be surprised. You would be surprised a whole lot. Most popular thing we've ever done. I can proudly say, going to be on my gravestone probably. Well, that's, Google that's your legacy. This Google search number one: How to fuck a cow. Pat Dixon, New York City Crime Report. Fuck yeah. Well, hey, if you ever decide to start smoking weed again and you want to come over Washington, where it's legal, taste a little freedom, you definitely let us know. Keep it in mind, man. And next time you're in New York, look me up. You know, I'll definitely comp you guys for some free tickets. And, Fuck yeah. And, uh, you know, they, we got a little bit of weed somewhere laying around in New York. Yeah, I've heard so, that. Uh, I've heard that, actually. Actually, funny and, story. One of the things at, uh, from the place I work at uh, made its way somehow, and this was before I started here, uh, to New York. Somehow. Ended up on eBay going for, like, $120. <laughs> like, one one cartridge i was like ooh, they weren't very pleased about that but yes it's uh it's interesting <laughs> man you can i tell you it's a, it's a growth industry i know i, I tell you if i come over i'm gonna bring like a whole case of them we're gonna find that guy and we're gonna make a million dollars nah i'm kidding i wouldn't do that but all right pat dixon awesome to have you man it was good talking to you it's good to see you again likewise man thank you for sure nice to meet you <laughs> nice to meet you too cool and uh you guys have a great night to me, marriage feels like a downgrade. When you get engaged, what do you have? A fiancé. Doesn't that sound nice? Fiancé. It's a nice word. Makes you want to call home, right? Fiancé. After that, you got a spouse. Ugh. A damn spouse. Makes you want to call an exterminator or something. You got a spouse in the house. I've been married uh, 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 before. I married my high school sweetheart, which, uh, oh, right. When you marry your high school sweetheart, it's kind of like you said, you know what? I've looked all over the school. (laughs) It's like the dumbest way to find a spouse. And uh, so it didn't work out. Here's how I found out we were splitting up. I was going to get a tattoo of her on my body, you know, to symbolize our love. And she's like, yeah, I wouldn't do that. (laughs) Got it. Next marriage broke up, I guess. Oh, I would say because of jealousy and a lack of understanding. She was jealous, and she never could understand. Sometimes I just get glitter on me. (laughs) 
I understand women better than I used to. I, uh, I know that women like flowers. I don't, I don't really get why. I know we just send them on faith. That's it. It doesn't have to make sense. Women like to get flowers. Men would rather get, like, $40. Yeah. In fact, would it kill you to occasionally just cough up 40 bucks and send it my way? I would love that. Wouldn't you love to be at work? You get an envelope. You're like, well, look at that. That's really sweet. There's, like, 40 bucks in here. And look at that. There's no card. My wife really gets me. Yeah, man. Uh, I, uh, I, I love the girl I'm with, but I, I, don't, I can't bring her back to my place anymore. It's a bit of a problem. I have a thin wall in the bedroom. The other night we're there, we could hear my 22-year-old neighbor, a female, having sex. We could hear her having sex. Or I say we could hear it. I, we listened, actually. Uh, but isn't that what women want, right? A, a guy who knows how to listen? <laughs> but anyway, I, I don't like uh, bringing... I don't like going back there anymore because... You know, I figure my neighbor can hear us, and I don't want for my neighbor to hear me disappointing my girlfriend. And, it, you know, because I feel like I'm letting down two women now, you know. It didn't bother me so much. Like, I actually heard her on the other side of the wall one time we get done, and I heard, aw. <laughs> my girlfriend talks during sex sometimes. She said, yeah, choose your words wisely if you're going to talk during sex. She said, don't stop. And immediately, I feel exhausted. <laughs> And plus it starts me thinking, how does this girl know I'm thinking about stopping? <laughs> so I was thinking about stopping. It's a real mind reader. Maybe it has something to do with astrology or something. We took a trip. Uh, we went to uh, uh, Paris. We, neither one of us speak any French. I, I, I am blown away by anybody who speaks more than one language. My last girlfriend was half Spanish, half regular. <laughs> And she hardly ever spoke any Spanish. Till her mom called, then she spoke a lot of Spanish. Very colorfully, too, you know? She got very animated, you know? She's like, I'm a Spaniard. My mother was a Spaniard. I'm passionate. <laughs> like, wow, my dad was an alcoholic. I'm nervous. Uh, my dad has since quit drinking, I should point that out. The only thing he likes to do for fun now is point out the obvious. <laughs> my dad says things like, hey, if you get hungry, there's food in the kitchen. Hey, thanks, Dad. That was going to be my first question. Where do you guys keep your food? So we went to Paris, not speaking any French. That really makes the French people mad. You need one phrase to get around, that's it. And then you can just use that whenever anybody speaks French to you. And my phrase was, Je voudrais crepes. I want crepes. And when you say that, uh, then they will speak English to you. <laughs> Either that or they will give you some crepes. I, uh, I, I went to uh, Greece, much better there. You don't need to speak the language at all. They know it. They know it's impossible. You take one look at Greek, and you're like, oh, there's no way I can speak this. There's like letters in the words that aren't letters. It's like letter, letter, shape. Letter, letter, lightning bolt. What is that? How do you sound that out? Oh, Zeus. Came back from France. Everybody wants to know uh, if the French people are rude. You hear that a lot. Were they rude? I don't. I don't know. I don't have enough evidence. I mean, the only people that I talked to were selling crepes. <laughs> That'd be like judging everybody in America based on the people selling you crap in Times Square. Uh, yeah. Then you'd be like, man, these Americans are really Nigerian. You are listening to the Jam. The Jam. The Jam. Jamhole.com.